Hey, what's up, you guys? Today we have an important video, probably the most important one I'm ever gonna make. <laughs> uh, my most asked question, how did you do it? What was your mindset? How did you study for 12 hours a day for over a year? So yeah, let's just go ahead and talk motivation, discipline, drive, mindset. Um, what causes a person to do what I did? So yeah, this is just what uh, worked for me, um, how I did it, and kind of where I came from. And uh, yeah, let's just go ahead and get right into it. So what finally caused that 180 to the point where you're here now? And the definitely the first step that I took was in physics. Um, our professor assigned us a TED Talk to watch, and it was about this thing called the growth mindset. And in the video, they introduced two mindsets. The first one is the fixed mindset, and the second one is the growth mindset. And in the fixed mindset, it's kind of like, all right, here is my ceiling, and anything outside of that ceiling, I'm just not going to do. I'm born with a limit, and I don't want to push myself. I'm not smart enough to do this assignment, and my boy Greg has got me. <laughs> and that's definitely the mindset that I had up until that point in my life, was the fixed mindset, you know? In high school, I did really well without studying. Why would I study when I can get A's just fine? But you see, when college finally rolled around and it was actually difficult, I didn't think that it was my studying that was a problem, right? I just thought I wasn't smart enough. And that was just kind of how I was raised, you know? That kid's a priority over there. So he's probably not very hardworking. And he just is born with all that talent. And he can just do it out of the bat. I never really thought that my mindset was the issue. And I knew that I had, like, wanted to do well in university and in life in general. So the other mindset they introduce is the growth mindset. It's all about taking on new challenges and pushing yourself and breaking yourself down so that you can come back stronger. It's about resilience. It's about not waning in the face of aversion, you know? And it's not, it's definitely a paradigm shift to what I had before. And it's the fir very first step that I took was adopting and understanding the mindset in its entirety. So if you're not familiar with the growth mindset, um, I highly recommend you check it out. And yep, that was the first step that I took. All right, second topic that I want to talk about, which is drive, motivation, and the desire to succeed. All right. So it's a pretty heavy topic. Uh, I don't know how quickly I could summarize my entire life's experience in these short two minutes or so, but motivation and drive. The key part that I want you to take out of this following segment is that I don't rely on motivation to do the things that I do. I think that if you just rely on motivation, um, you're just setting yourself up for failure, right? Because motivation is volatile. It's bound to change. You know what? It's raining outside. I don't feel like running. I'm just not going to go train for the marathon today. That's what motivation will get you. Uh, nowhere. No, it might get you there for like two weeks, but in the long run, no. Motivation does not work at all. So I think when people ask me all the time, how are you so motivated? Why can you do this every day? Like, what motivates you? 
the thing is, I'm not motivated to do any of this. I'm driven to do this. And that's a very big difference, right? Drive versus motivation. The fundamental change between the two is that drive continues. <laughs> drive can get you from point A to point B without stopping. And it doesn't care about the rain outside when you're trying to go running. It doesn't care about how cold the water is when you go shower, you know? And that sounds pretty intense, but you ought to understand that motivation is volatile, you know? It's easy to be motivated to do hard things when you're comfortable in life, when everything is going just a-okay. But when you finally face challenges that actually push your buttons, uh, motivation is not going to work. And that's why I rely on my drive. So what is drive? I have a difficult time defining it in words, but... My desire to succeed kind of does and fans the flame inside my heart to get me driven to do the things that I want to achieve. My goals, my aspirations, those are your drive. And uh, if you rely on motivation to get them, it won't work. So how did you finally find your drive? I think like I had met truly driven people in my life before. You know, I've met people who were brilliant but also driven they wanted to get life's full experience that's actually why i started this channel was to share my drive online so how did you get it um i don't want to say i read a book but the book can't hurt me by david goggins was really important in understanding why i wanted to do the things that i did I had this really massive chip on my shoulders this all in high school because I was always like the weird kid who wasn't socially successful, wasn't particularly liked by other people. And I just really remember like hating that feeling, people just looking down on me, you know, like I'm just another person that they're going to meet. But I just remember being like, I'm just going to be so driven that you won't forget me yeah i just always had that chip on my shoulder because i was always just like the weird kid and i just always wanted to do better also we'll say about the whole um drive thing that it's not about showing off how driven you are or anything it's not about doing it for other people i would say that it was definitely for me like if you watch videos from when i was a little kid or in high school middle school you could see how unconfident I was, you know? I couldn't stand up straight. Anything that knocked me down, I would just kind of roll over and lay there. And understanding why I wanted to do better really took me a long time to figure out. And I think the book, Can't Hurt Me, uh, explains the reason for his drive. And I could see a lot of myself in that person. And I also wanted to share that with you guys so that's why i started this channel i wouldn't say that i did it for other people you know i did it for me because i wanted to become the best person that i could be i got things i want in my life i want to buy my mom a big house i want to be a great father i want to help people <laughs> and things like sitting there on instagram all day watching pointless youtube videos all day running away don't get me there and it took me 19 years to figure that out. I want to be present with my friends, and I really want to connect with people. And I just wasn't putting the two and two together. I didn't know what I really wanted.
until I just been pushed so hard. The COVID and school, my family, no family, not having a family, and I knew what I finally wanted. And uh, I realized that I couldn't stop and care about small things together. I, I didn't really wait. I didn't want to wane no matter what. And that's drive. And that's why my, my YouTube channel, you know, starting off, it took me like five months to reach 1,000 subscribers. When I started making these videos, I lost subscribers because I had like 100 when I started. But I didn't care about that. Motivation would have stopped me right there. Five months, no growth. Why would I continue? But no, drive. Drive got me through that plateau. Because you know what? After that five months, I got 1,000 subs. And then another month, I got 10,000 subs. And then three months after that, I got 50,000 subs. And that's what drive will get you. You've got to figure out what you truly want. And you have to figure out why you want it. And those things have to be really clear, all right? Because when you're out there and you're fighting, you're going to forget a lot about why you're there. You know, you're going to ask, why am I even doing this? You have to remember why you're doing it. So figure out what drives you, why you want to be a better person. And you have to remember, all right? Drive. After you figure out drive... The first thing I did after that was build strong habits. There's a lot of systems that I use to do that. The first thing that comes to mind was definitely streaking, like creating journals where you track how much you do something and every time you do it, you just cross it off and it builds a streak. That's how I did it. Um, in the book, Atomic Habits by James Clear, he talks a lot about how to build habits. And I highly recommend the book if you haven't read it. Basically, the habits are what keep you consistent. It's what stops procrastination. Because when you're doing something persistently, you don't think about twice about doing it, right? You don't think about, man, should I brush my teeth this morning? <laughs> no, you just do it. And I've managed to turn a lot of things in my life into habits, including studying. I would say, before I study for so-and-so every day, I don't think about whether or not I'm going to do it, you know? It's more like my body knows that it's that time of day again. It's time to study. It's time to go work out. It's time to go do the dishes or something. I can't summarize the entire book about how to build habits into this short video, but I highly recommend you check out the book Atomic Habits by James Clear if you want to learn how to do it. But... After drive, figure out your habits. So that's the next step. Alright, and then another thing that I had wanted to talk about in this video was measuring your studying and how you're progressing in your studying. And I think on YouTube especially, it's definitely too easy to get obsessed with how long you study, but that's the wrong way to do it. You need to become concerned about how deep you can get. There's another book about this that I also recommend. So in this video, I'll recommend three books. The third one is Deep Work by Cal Newport. And it's about studying deeply. How focused can you get in this 
noisy world. And that's how you should be measuring your studying because we do things to make us study longer when we know we're going to study for a long time, you know? If you're going to go on an 18-hour plane trip versus a two-hour plane trip, there's different things that you're going to do. I think that when you don't care about how deep you get, you're not going to make good use of your time, you know? There's better things to be doing than shallow work that you could be doing that actually makes you a better person. In the book, he introduces a formula, high-quality work is equal to the time spent times the quality of focus, all right? And if that second variable is low, you're not going to get a lot of work done, regardless of how much studying you do. Quantifying how well you can, or how deep you can go, isn't easy. But I do recommend the book because he does give ways to measure that factor and how to get into the zone. But that's my ultimate goal, honestly, is to get extremely deep for the entire study duration. What I recommend you do is figure out where you're comfortable studying right now, whether that's two or three hours, you know, or even longer than that. And then during that span, don't change it for a while, but try to get as deep as possible during your study because that formula, like I mentioned earlier, there's an upper bar on how long you should be studying every day. It doesn't really make sense to me to be studying, you know, the moment you wake up to when you go to bed because there's just no balance in that. You know, you have to have a life and you have to have friends. <laughs> and perhaps I'm a bit hypocritical when I say this, but I've managed to get good enough that I can study for, you know, a certain amount of time every day. Regardless of where you are, you should always be prioritizing how deep you can get. It took me a long time to be able to get where I am now. A few years ago, I could barely study for like two hours without getting a headache. But it took a lot of deliberate effort to be able to push myself both in terms of depth and in terms of length. That formula before high quality work is equal to work done times by the depth. You need to make sure that you're aware that the depth is the more important one because that one has a lot more room for growth, you know? The other one is fixed. It doesn't make sense to study more than 12 hours a day, at least for me, because... I need to be getting like eight hours of sleep in order to get focused enough that I can study for that long in a certain amount of focus, you know? I'm just rambling, but the point of this section of this video is that you need to understand that the depth to which you study is far more important than how long you study. And I want you to remember that whenever you study. So I also wanted to talk about burnout and staying committed to this lifestyle. I wish I knew all the answers, but I'm not sure what to tell people when they're burned out other than I think you just need to be patient with yourself and that you have to accept that it's not always up there's also downs staying committed to this lifestyle it's not easy you know if it was easy everyone would do it but it's hard work there's a balance between pushing yourself to the extreme and pushing yourself too hard and for a lot of people that balance is different and for me I can push myself pretty dang hard. I think if I went even harder, I would get burned out, to be honest with you. And I'm not sure what I'd do with myself then, but at the start, I did get burned out. And really, all that I was able to do during that time was just wait until things got better. And I know that's not like a great thing to say, but we have to accept that things do come with both positives and negatives. And that pushing yourself so hard ain't easy, you know? And it's not desirable, always. I wish I could tell you 
how to get out of a burnout, but I can't. All I can tell you is that you have to be really careful about not getting into a burnout. And if you do get into a burnout, understand what happened and don't do it again. I also want to talk about like your physical health and how I remained healthy, you know, even while sitting for 12 hours a day. And the answer was I was always active outside of the studying, outside of my live stream, mainly running. Um, I was training for a marathon before it was canceled by running a 10K every few days. I ran it three days a week. There was like a two to three week period there where I w lost track of things and I wasn't exercising. And man, that was physically horrible. I like muffin topped almost immediately. I think my mental health is just down in the drains then. Yeah, going outside and routinely getting an exercise definitely was crucial in me being able to sit down all day. And another thing that was really important was my posture. Um, if you like look at those earlier videos, you can see that I have just horrible posture. And that took a toll on my back after, you know, a few months of that. And I wish I had taken it more seriously at the start. But now I do take it very seriously. Um, you can see me, I use like a little angled writing stand. I have an ergonomic chair in this position in a way that's very supportive of my back and my lower back, my legs. I wish I had made an investment in those things earlier on because while I never had to go to like the chiropractor or anything, I think that I wasn't pushing people to be more posturally correct as I should have been. If you're going to do something like this, you, have, you need to make sure that you're physically sound, you know, you're eating the correct foods and the types of foods that you're eating are all healthy for you and that you're sitting correctly, you're getting enough physical exercise because that also impacts your mental health as well. So yeah, that was my physical health, which also plays a big role in your mental health. The last thing that I wanted to talk about in this video was whether or not this is for you. Um, and I wish I could tell you whether or not it was for you, but I know it's for me, mainly because I really have strong aspirations, I'm ambitious, I want to become a better person, I'm interested in helping other people, I'm interested in becoming the best version of me. So those are the reasons that I think I really wanted to study a lot, but maybe those things aren't priorities for you. So this isn't easy by any means. In fact, it's very difficult. And um, if it was easy, I'm sure that plenty of people would do it, right? Because there's a lot of benefits to pushing yourself hard. I mean, I've learned so much just in the span of this pandemic. I think as I grow older, I'll also have learned much more just by living in this lifestyle that I do. I'm very happy and I'm present and I'm focused. So I can tell you whether or not this is for you, that's for you to answer. But if you do decide to embark on this lifestyle, I hope you do well. You know, I wish you the best of luck. I really do hope that um, you become a greater person. So yeah, thank you so much for watching. I hope um, this video was uh, beneficial to you, but have a nice rest of your day.